0: Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Today, I have somebody that actually is doing something a little different from a lot of the other people that I often interview. So, uh, we of course have somebody that is here today to, as a videographer and photographer based out of Vancouver. He does a lot of travel photography. He's gone to places like Paris, Amsterdam, Vienna, Budapest, and he's actually had his own photography featured on the Daily Hive in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada, and Budapest Travel. He is also an entrepreneur in the fact that he actually has created his own company called Growth X Media, which is for brand development. He will actually help people out in growing their Instagram accounts and YouTube accounts, you know, in various different ways. Whether it comes to free Instagram assessments, website assessments, YouTube channel assessments, and development, and so on and so on. And uh, they they don't use shortcuts or fake likes, and and they actually have their own proprietary technology, which we'll get into a little later. By the way, this is not a sponsored video at all, just <laughs> just in case if, you, if y'all are wondering. But okay, so of course I am talking to Mayank Badan of GrowthX Media. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. I appreciate your time. So how you been, man? How's uh, today been for you?
1: Today's been really good. It's uh, It's kind of chilly out here in Vancouver. It's raining, so... I like the rain personally. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it's raining. It sucks. I love the rain
0: oh so it's been
1: good i got my i got my cup of coffee here yeah yeah i'm ready to go dope how are you doing over there i'm good i'm good i
0: haven't really stepped outside today which kind of sucks but it's like snowy out here we live i live up on black mountain which is like obviously a mountain so okay we get like a bit more snow than like the rest of Kelowna. but it's all good man i love it all it's all great but (laughs) yo tell me about yourself a little bit where where are you from where'd you grow up and where are your parents from
1: uh, me and my parents were both from India, actually. Sick. What part? <laughs> we, I, we were. Sorry, me. Sorry, both me and my parents were raised, born and raised in New Delhi. Oh. Um We came here when I was ten years old, and I've lived in Vancouver, Delta, British Columbia, right? And then I moved to Vancouver personally with my girlfriend. Yeah. Um. For, you know, last two three years, we've lived in Canada for last eighteen year. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh yeah
0: sick that's awesome hey have you gone back to new delhi since
1: i have i've I've gone i've gone back twice and i've seen huge differences so my first time was in 2008 okay and i didn't see a huge difference then i went back in 2012 that's when i saw the biggest difference in my whole life because in 2010 they had the uh commonwealth games okay so they had a brand new airport brand new roads brand new everything ferraris and lamborghinis driving everywhere and it was it was an interesting to see how much the city and the country has changed in 4 years and i can only imagine when i go back now um how much the changes are going to be happening now
0: yeah dude i was man the last time i was in new delhi was literally last November and man oh, Okay. <laughs> man, I I yeah, the last time I was there was 5 years before that, which was yeah, yeah uh 2012. So or yeah, 2012, 2013 around there. So, man, it's it's crazy how different how fast India changes, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I love seeing it though, but I'm not going to lie though. Like fuck, the air quality there is just abhorred, man. I just <laughs> I I whenever yeah. I come back to Canada, I'm like <gasps> <laughs> you know, I
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of used to it, right? When you get off the plane, like right when you're going through the uh the tunnel to the airport, yeah. that first stench you get. Not I wouldn't consider it a stench, just like kind of like that warm whiff. Mhm oh yeah it always it always hits me like right when you're getting off the plane because the plane's like 20 25 degrees it's like body temperature yeah yeah yeah. and then when you step out doesn't matter if it's cold outside it's about 30 degrees in that little corridor oh
0: man 100% and then you see like man that Delhi airport like the Indira Gandhi airport is like so goddamn iconic like every single time that I see it I'm just like (laughs) oh I'm back here I am Yeah. yeah yeah do you miss India
1: do I miss India? Uh, I do a little bit. I mean, I have my relatives over there. Yeah. Right. I don't remember any of my friends because I was very little when I came to Canada. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't miss it in the sense like it's a different country, right? To me, it's a different country now because I lived in Canada for the last 18 years. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, will I move back? Not really unless there's a business opportunity or there's something else, mm-hmm. but it's, for me, it's neg- never anything negative against India. Mm-hmm. And cause I know a lot of people are saying a lot of negative things like, Oh, there's this going on. I don't want to move back because of this, this, and this for me, it's never anything like that. Yeah. Uh, India, India, like Canada and America, each country has their own problems.
0: Yeah, of course. It doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter where you go, right? Like every country has their own problems. Yeah. Um, I think we're a little bit more blessed in Canada with what we got, whether it's you know the quality of food, air, water, mm-hmm. so on so forth. Yeah, far. of
0: course. And yeah. the thing is, like, like any country on the planet, there's good sides and bad sides, and you know, it's just sort of the matter of fact of just dealing with it, man. Like, I, yeah. I would love to visit every single country on the planet, but uh, you know, I don't know how many lifetimes that'll take. But anyway,
1: no, I, I think, I think, I think today in this, in our generation right now. We are, I would consider us blessed with, like, the the way technology is advancing. Yeah, yeah, That you can travel to Australia in one flight. True. You can travel to Singapore in one flight.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, even if that flight is, like, (laughs) the longest. 18 hours. Yeah, yeah, that's so long. 22
1: hours, yeah. But uh, at the same time, the cost of traveling has come down. Even though it seems like a lot to us today, it was way more before.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%, man. 100%. So, okay, cool. So, um, before we get into all your traveling stuff, so you kind of grew up getting into photography and everything. How long have you been doing that for?
1: It's actually been a ye- almost a year. It's going to be a year in March for me.
0: <laughs> oh, so not even, yeah. okay.
1: Not even a year, man.
0: Damn. Okay, so what made you want to get into that?
1: I I just love taking pictures. I love I love capturing moments. Yeah. I originally started off with making videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So my my YouTube channel is based on technology, right? Unboxings, reviews, um, how tos, tutorials, right? Yeah, yeah. And troubleshooting techniques and so on and so forth. And then what happened was, I'll, I made my first video. It took me about fourteen hours to make. Wow. I clicked. <coughs> oh yeah, it's a horrible video. It's it's private. <laughs> That's for it's private now. <laughs> um, so I click publish, and I'm sitting there refreshing my page, no views, refreshing it. Yeah. Right? And that's what typically happens when people first push out their first video on YouTube. They're so excited that they're like, it's going to get a million hits, and nothing happens because it's your first video. Mm-hmm, but- when you compare it to your 90th video or your 80th video, it's going to be miles apart.
0: Oh, 100%, that's, man.
1: Yeah, so that's what happened. And I was like, "Okay, I need to get more people... Engage with my content subscribing so on and so forth. Then I was watching and listening to a lot of podcasts and videos and what they recommended was like, you know, do a lot of cross-platform um, sharing mm-hmm. Which is how I kind of stumbled on Instagram and I was like, okay, my YouTube videos aren't doing that good Yeah, when I put them on there like teasers or something But my pictures are performing a lot better, right? So why don't I build instead of building a YouTube thing? Why don't I develop a brand it's recognized all over different social media platforms right hence the whole photography taking and content creation
0: right uh, again yeah okay that makes a lot of sense so when it comes to then i mean are you planning on continuing on with your photography because you also have growth x media happening um are you planning on continuing on in photography as like as a like a portrait photographer uh, as like your own personal business as well or is that just something straight for fun for you
1: um it's gonna be a little bit of both it's gonna be a little bit of you know straight for fun as well as through growth x media we're going to be doing a lot of portrait photography we do brand development right so that's part of the thing right we're creating content for our customers as well as our clients so personally yes i will do a lot of um I'll be doing a lot of portrait photography as well as travel photography. Yeah. But if I have clients, my clients always do come first.
0: Yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: So what... I, I, I like doing... Sorry to interrupt you. No. I like doing portrait photography a lot because uh, you, get to meet a, you get to meet people from all walks of life, especially in Vancouver. It's kind of like a melting pot from people from all over the place come down here. And they're living here modeling. You know, they don't even have to be modeled. I've met with people who are like in HR... You know, like actors, um, even electricians. Yeah. Right. People of all walks of life who are in this, in this city and they want to be, you know, on Instagram, take good photos. So.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of uh, great, charismatic, fun, interesting people out there <laughs> and you don't have to hire models particularly to get their photo done well definitely yeah i've been doing photography for like quite a little while as well so i understand exactly where you're coming from yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and are you completely done with the tech youtube thing as well because one thing about the tech youtuber thing is that every single time that like i love technology too man like every single time yeah. that i watch like big big people like um you know like mkbhd, MKBHD. austin <laughs> evans uh unbox therapy yeah. like all of those people um it's like if I was to be trying to be a tech YouTuber, I'd be like, how the hell would I compete with this? You know, like there's so many people out there in, in the tech world. I'm just like, especially like massive ones. As far as I'm concerned, MKBHD is like the goddamn king of tech YouTubes. Uh, yeah. So I'm just like, man, I personally, I, as much as I love technology and cameras and everything about it, man, I just I don't know if I'd be able to do it, man.
1: Yeah, um, I actually started off because I was watching MKBHD's videos. Yeah, and he kind of inspired me, and I was like, okay, I'll, 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 you know, I'll dip into the water, and that kind of started off in about 2017. Right. So I made a video, then I was like, okay, I'll back off. I'm not really sure if I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Then in 2018, I was like, just go for it. And the the truth is, like, you can never be like MKBHD or Austin Evans or Unbox Therapy because They've been doing this since 2003, 2004, Mm -hmm. right? So it's going to take some time. But the truth is, this is the other truth. You're going to grow faster than them, than they grew when they were starting off. Because there's way more audiences out there. And there's way more um, people watching YouTube today Mm -hmm. than there was back then. So there's a little bit of, um, you know, having good content, but also producing, and collaborating with other collectives, other people, sorry, and um, growing your YouTube channel that way. Yeah. I mean, like, I know, like, MKBHD, which is pretty insane. I can only imagine what, how he edits, or, like, it's not him editing now. It's not him editing now. It's his team. They shoot 8K, and then they down-res it to 1080p, -hmm. or even 4K, Mm -hmm. right? It's kind of insane the amount of... um, hard drive space that they're, that they're using mm-hmm. right and it's, it's it's almost like a production company now
0: it pretty much is for his own personal it channel much is, yeah i would argue yeah. honestly i would argue that it's <clears throat> harder to kind of have a faster growth than back in their day because when youtube started in 2000 well i'm not sure exactly when it really started to pop off but i think 2006 is when it re- when is when it started but like when Marquez like was on the channel or on the YouTube YouTube thing, he was like one of the few YouTubers at the time because it wasn't like a big, cool thing to do that back in the day. Like being Mm -hmm. involved in tech and being sort of like geeky in that sort of front was like not super cool back then, right? And so... Now it's just getting so saturated because like people see like Marquez is now driving his Model S. He's about to get a Roadster and a Founders Edition Roadster. He's getting, he's shooting with red cameras. He's got a wallpaper TV. Like people see this stuff and they're like, oh, that's super sick. He's got tons of cash, lots of money. He's got so many subscribers. Oh, this must be like the life. I'm going to do it now too. And so it's just, I feel like the saturation makes it much harder uh, to (laughs) actually get somewhere with it than it would have been at his time.
1: I think it was a little bit, I would give you my personal experience. It was a little bit harder in 2018. Yeah. Because in order to get your, uh, in order to start running ads on a YouTube account, all you had to do was get 10,000 views. Uh huh. And 10,000 views is $10.
2: Mm
1: hmm. Put $10 into a video, one cent a view, 10,000 views, bang, done. Mm
2: hmm.
1: Mm hmm. Right? And after, um, the suicide incident. I forgot who the guy was. Logan Paul. Name? Yes. After Logan Paul's stupid stunt, um, you know, YouTube changed their um, approval platform, mm-hmm. where instead of ten thousand views, you need a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours. Yeah. A lot of people have jump shipped, jump ship from YouTube to go to other platforms like, like Twitch, for example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right, because because people what people want is people want the easy route. Mm-hmm. They want everything now, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't really want to work hard at it. And I was kind of discouraged. I was like, should I continue doing YouTube? Should I do it or not? Because I was sitting at about eight eighty subs, and then I was like, no, no, no. I'll just I'll push it out for two years and I'll see what it is. And the amount of growth that I've experienced in the last six months, yeah, is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wh- and it's kind of like that because a lot of people have jumped ship, so they're not producing content. There's more used to go around. And um, back when these guys started, you can only watch YouTube on, you know, your computer or your phone. Now you can watch it on your smart TV. That's the biggest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Smart TV, as well as um, you can even listen to it, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, and given that you could just, well, I'd say that taking your smartphone with you and being able to watch YouTube on that is a lot more common <laughs> and a lot more beneficial to a content creator because like YouTube is ubiquitous, man. It's on, it's on every single smartphone. And the thing about that is that that's how people get most of their views in because you could just watch it on yeah. the go. like Being able to connect to Wi-Fi on a plane and, get, and watching that yeah. way or using your data Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a techno- technological problem there. Let's uh, get back into it. Okay, so what made you want to start GrowthX Media?
1: So personally, what I've seen a lot of people on um, Instagram particularly, as well as a lot of social media companies that they're offering all these services, they're offering fake followers and mm-hmm. fake likes mm-hmm. for you, for your Instagram, particularly because you can't really do that on YouTube as much. Mm -hmm. Like you'll get fake followers, but you actually have to have people sit down and watch your videos. So I kind of wanted to um, change that up a little bit. And that's how GrowthX Media started. But we're developing brands from scratch organically. And we're not using any fake followers. We're not using any fake likers. We're actually marketing your content. We're developing strategies for you um, to see how it works and developing strategies in the sense that we're going to develop your brand through those strategies. Yeah. So we lay out our framework month by month. We see what we need to get done, we do that, and we see what the trends are. And okay. we kind of build that in with you and your brand.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. And you say you guys use proprietary technology. So can you explain that a little bit?
1: It's it's a little bit of the marketing side how we um, function as well as our brand development techniques that we use. Right. Content creation, so on and so forth. I see. It's that. a lot of, it's all it's 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 not technically hacking, it's a lot of like social media hacking that we do. Um,
0: hacking just n- sort of being like just playing the game really well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not not like, you know, I'm going to hack into this guy's account and follow you. No, no, no. We we hack social media for what it is. Yeah. Um one of the things I can give is like, you know, YouTube is probably the best Thing out there to get your content mm-hmm. shown to the most people. Instagram is good for building brands, while YouTube is great because you can actually appear on Google searches. Mm-hmm. One of my videos is actually on Google search, which was quite an interesting um, to me personally. Right. So, if, so if you type in like four K iPhone sixty FPS, I believe. Yeah. Um, my video is next to f stoppers.
0: Okay. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's that's like the power of YouTube that people aren't really understanding at the present moment. Right. But you, what you'll notice is a lot of people that are on Instagram that are like 10, 20K, they're kind of wondering, like, where do we go from here?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But we've gotten all these followers. We're not generating income as somebody on YouTube would be mm-hmm. with 20,000 followers. Where do we branch off from Instagram? So you'll see a lot of people from Instagram slowly heading towards YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because with the YouTube, you can guaranteed is your AdSense money, but then there's a lot of um, you know cross-platform marketing and stuff.
0: Right. Do you handle sponsorships as well?
1: We do. Yes. Yeah. So we, with our with our clients, one of the things that we do is we handle sponsorships and we take a look at what's good for them and what isn't. Right. Are they being ripped off for their? Um, are they being ripped off for what they're offering to this, to the public? Yeah. Or is this a good deal? Bad deal. One of the one of the examples I can give is uh, one of the clients I'm working with. He consistently, consistently on a regular basis, he's a musician. He gets um, asked to give hundred bucks, and they'll play his music on an online radio, mm-hmm. right? And these guys have like twenty thousand followers, obviously fake because they only have ten likes, twenty likes per photo. Yeah. Um, And then you go on their website, you do a little bit of research, and you see that nobody has been active in the comment section for the website. So there's a lot of scammers out there, and that's how we help our clients as well. Right. Where we make sure that they're not being taken advantage of. Okay. And the people that they're dealing with are legitimate people. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that it's kind of like plaguing the industry a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of good people out there, good radio jockeys. Sorry, let me phrase that. There's a good, uh, there's a lot of good radio players out there, mm-hmm. um, playlist makers out there that are getting bombarded and discouraged by this phenomenon that's happening, like fake followers and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's where sort of a lot of the money is when, whenever <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of, um, when it's just super inundated with money and businesses and, and when it's just a gold mine like that, there's bound to be a ton of people trying to get at it in any way as possible, whether it be through scamming or not. So, okay. Okay. So, um, the artist will then, or whoever will pay you. And then you guys basically help them without with their strategies and whatever. So when it comes to, when it comes to like building websites, by the way, I notice that often on a lot of websites nowadays, they'll be like powered by Wix powered by Squarespace, but you guys are actually powered by your own growth X media, So, so it's not Squarespace at all or anything like that. No, eh? no,
1: no. We, we do like a lot of WordPress, um, websites. See, it all depends on how our clients, how much money they're investing into the websites yeah. and how much time do they have? Do they have a week, two weeks, three weeks, or is it a couple of days? If it's a couple of days, then we do recommend that, Hey, use Squarespace or Wix. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I found is Wix is a little bit better than Squarespace. Okay. How so? Um, Squarespace, it's really hard to learn. Okay. Even though it's supposed to be easy, it was the first one to come out. I've actually dabbled into Squarespace a lot. Right. It's whatever you're building, it's only for that particular website, similar to Wix. But for example, certain fonts are only available for a specific design. hmm And they're not cross-platform for other designs. Mm-hmm. As well as what I found with Wix, for example, um, there is a lot of plugins available. Right. So you can plug in your Instagram, same thing with Squarespace, which is fine, but there's like calendars, meetings, bookings, and everything else. So it's really good for um, people who want to get that ball rolling. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. I see, I see. And so, but when it comes to like powered by GrowthX Media, so that'll mean that you'd have to have a website template page for your from your own brand as well. So how did you have that developed? Was that done through software engineers, website developers on your web end? Developers, well? Web developers, yeah. web
1: developers. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. And then we, we use um, WordPress. WordPress, we found, is much easier to handle. Right. Yeah.
0: I see, I see. Okay, so... You guys are a fairly young company though, aren't you? I mean, yes. what, you guys started what, in December?
1: Yes. Uh, on paper, we started in December, uh, but we've been working for close to four to five months.
0: Oh, four to five months. What, what were you guys doing in that time?
1: We were working with two companies called Daily Vancouver Shots and Daily Hype Vancouver. Yeah, They're not companies, they're two Instagram accounts, and we've grown their accounts from 600 to over 2,000. Okay. Um, real followers, real engagement. And we're testing out different strategies to see which one works better and right. um, which way Instagram is going right now. And right now Instagram is favoring business accounts. hmm But in the next two, three months it's gonna switch over to personal only. And oh. you'll see the you're gonna see the engagement drop on business accounts. It's it's a game that Facebook plays. Mm. It's 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 the ads game. Because they wanna bring you into the business account. Mm-hmm. Right, and then when your engagement drops, it's kind of like hey, you kind of have to pay for ads. Right, boost your engagement, like so on so forth, which is not a bad deal. I mean, if you are, if you're a business or if you're an entrepreneur who wants to do this 100. Yeah. In investing in ads is not not a bad deal. I don't know why people get offended by that or kind of like taken back.
0: Well, that's kind of nuts because Gary V talks about investing in ads like crazy, like as much as possible because he saw a similar sort of situation back when Google AdWords weren't so hot like back in the 90s and now it's basically the same situation all over again but just with Instagram and Facebook.
1: Well yeah, like if you if you look at if you look at the case studies, Amazon is Amazon because of Google AdWords were cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Facebook and Instagram are really well, not Facebook and Instagram, Facebook ads are really beneficial. Mhm to generating a lot of hype for your content. yeah. Um, But if you are a business who wants to target like top executives, you need to be looking at LinkedIn ads. They're gonna be 10 times more expensive. Mm -hmm. You're looking at a conversion rate of 13 to $15. I see. Per person. Yeah. Right, so while on Facebook, you're looking at $2. Mm -hmm. But you might not get that particular person. Right. Right. Okay. So I see. it all yeah, it all depends on which business you're in and what you're trying to do. If you're building a brand that's going to be global, Instagram and Facebook, why not? Right? Yeah. But if you are like a a local person, I would recommend try LinkedIn ads.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because all the professionals are on there, mm-hmm. and it's it's very narrowed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's going to be way way more costlier.
2: Hmm
1: way more costly. LinkedIn is like, I'd say, most effective. And then second, in between, I would say, is Google Ads. Yeah. And then third is, um you know, like your Instagram and Facebook. And if you're like catering to, I'd say, 18 to 24-year-olds, you can even run like Snapchat ads. Yeah. Snapchat ads are like $50 that you have to put down every day. I don't see a benefit in that. Right?
0: Yeah. Frankly, I just don't see... I Man, I... <laughs> in terms of like my circle of friends like no one really gives a shit about snapchat anymore like yeah for for us snapchat is like it doesn't matter anymore because instagram is just such a better platform for everything and that's been known for like quite a while
1: yeah because instagram has taken a lot of things from snapchat when they can when facebook can purchase it snapchat yeah. What they did was they, they started replicating whatever Snapchat was doing, like your Instagram stories, sending messages, video messages, so on and so forth. So it's kind of like, why should I use two platforms when I can just have everything in one platform?
0: Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. By the way, you were saying earlier that uh, th- the trend now is for corporations and businesses, and then it's gonna be personal in the next f- couple of months. Yeah. So how do you know that?
1: If you look at Facebook stock, It's tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. Okay. It tumbled from 200 after the incident of the, you know, like all the data leak, Russian bots, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. They have to report to their stockholders. Okay. And what's the best way to generate more money for your stockholders? Ads. Mm -hmm. Ads are like probably the number one thing. And that's kind of what Facebook has done previously with Instagram. Right. Where it's like, if you have um, business accounts, yes, you'll get those algorithms not algorithms sorry like those insights mm-hmm. but nothing is free in life mm-hmm. right like there, there's no free coffee there's no free dinner mm-hmm. so what they did was they'll they'll get the hook you and they're like oh you know we'll we'll give a not give a couple people people will notice that their engagement is going up the roof because they have business accounts so they'll tell other people or you know there's going to be youtube videos made that business accounts are good yada 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 and a couple months later, they'll switch it up where your engagement drops and you kind of have to run ads and your engagement. is not going to drop by like, you know, hundreds and hundreds. You'll see a, you know, a lower reduction.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And,
1: and the other thing is uh, what Facebook is doing is they want to create Instagram as a platform where you're engaging with your friends rather than business content appearing at the top. Right. If you're a business profile, you're technically a business. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I see that. Now, I wanted to... So, you're talking about ads quite a bit here. And what? Yeah. And with GrowthX Media, you're going to obviously give that... Um, you're going to give that advice to your clients, right? To say, yes. hey, you should run ads, you should do this, you should do that. Now, is... So, if GrowthX is being paid by these clients of yours to grow your platform, and you say you should also run ads... Is Growth X going to run, or sorry, pay for the ads, or is the client going to pay for the ads?
1: So that's one of our, um, you know, targeted marketing. Yeah. We we run ads on Facebook for them. Okay. Yeah. So we don't run ads like, oh, we'll buy the followers. No, 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 no. We run ads on Facebook for our clients. And if you have, if you or any of your viewers have run ads before on Facebook, it's ten times harder than Google. Hmm. Even like the slightest thing slightest thing that you do wrong if there's too much words or if there's a copyright infringement your ads account gets shut down right away Hmm. it's very very hard to reactivate that it's kind of like you have to basically start over a new facebook ads account Hmm. and that's kind of like you know where we learned from previous creators and we prevent that from happening
0: right i see so instead of the person, instead of a client just doing it all by themselves, they could hire yeah. you guys and you could do it for yeah. them. And, and
1: like, the, like, like the one, one great example I give you is a lot of people that are doing this um, where they're like, oh, you know, I have a YouTube video. I'll put it on my Facebook page. I'll boost it and I'll get more YouTube views. Well, Facebook and Google aren't uh, friends anymore because there's Facebook and Instagram video and then there's YouTube. So what's going to happen is your Facebook account or that Facebook ads account is going to get banned because you're promoting content to another place Hmm. because you're taking people away and out of Facebook or Instagram. They don't like that. Hmm. They kind of want to keep you in Instagram and in Facebook for as long as possible because they're also generating money off of that Hmm. from their advertisers.
0: Right, okay. Well, I mean, the thing about it too is that Instagram and Facebook knows that people are using YouTube at the same time as well so I mean there's yeah the the connection I mean in terms of like what I've been reading and what I've been seeing online is that like you should just straight up have all your content everywhere so
1: exactly so I I I 100% we 100% tell all of our clients that what we recommend is whatever you can manage, yeah. um, at least have two or three platforms, because let's say tomorrow Instagram switches something, yeah. or Facebook does something stupid, right? Or they change something and you're no longer big on that platform, at least you have other platforms to rely on.
0: Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. I would argue, however, that if you're big, people are going to find you anyway. Exactly. If they're going to, yeah. you know, if you're if you're like massive and all of a sudden your account gets like, I don't know, let's say, for example, Instagram does screw up, which I doubt would happen because there's no, a lot no. of smart yeah. people working, engineering Instagram yeah. every Look, single I, I day. Don't, but I
1: don't mean in the sense that Instagram's going to shut down tomorrow. No, no, no. I would say like if they're, if they change the feed, if they change how you're reviewing the content or how your content's being put out. Yeah. Right. If your content's even being shown to people, mm-hmm. how are those hashtags working? So on and so forth. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, um, and you never know, like, you might be growing thousands, you might have 2,000, 3,000 followers on Instagram. Right. And if you go to YouTube, all of a sudden you have 10,000, because people like you talking, and they like your face, and maybe that's the platform for you. That right. usually happens, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. So where would I, I just want to ask you personally, where would you see? where would you say is the better sort of place to be when it comes to like growing your platform? Do you think it's better to have like go all out and have like as many stories as possible, have like three or so fo- posts a, a, a day and post every single day like that? Or would you say it's better to have, say, like one post? Uh, every couple of days, and just and and maybe a few, few stories here and there. What would you say is a better strategy for people?
1: It all depends on um, your content. Yeah. If you're a, if you're a reposting page,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're looking at two to five posts a day. Yeah. See how that's working out for you. Mm-hmm. See how many people you're gaining and how many people you're losing. Right. At the end of the day, you're spamming their feed. Yeah. Right? How are those people taking it? Are they enjoying it? Or are they getting upset by it and they're unfollowing you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and the next question I usually ask is, how much can you handle? Right. Can you handle one post a day or can you handle one post a week? And it has to be a good quality post. It can't just be like a half ass thing. hmm Right? So whatever you can handle. Um, I would recommend one post a day. I've seen a huge growth personally. Mm-hmm with my own personal thing. And when you do stories, stories is, I think stories is a wonderful way for people to look into your life, what you're doing daily. And what I recommend is you do a lot of, um, do a lot of stories, get the location tags, and then use one to, see how you do, like use one to five hashtags in that story. Hmm. You're allowed to use one to five hashtags, but I've seen different accounts handle it differently. And it doesn't matter, like if you have a hundred hundred follower account or two thousand or five thousand follower account. Um, see if you're actually appearing on those hashtags. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that's a, that's a great way to grow. Like, if you're just if we're talking specifically on posts as well as stories. Right. Yeah.
0: That's some good advice, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me see. Oh yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about your clients that you do have. So you have a few hip hop artists already and GrowthX actually has a couple of playlists. Uh, say for example, your underrated hits playlists on yeah. Spotify and Apple music and stuff like that. So are those all clients of yours?
1: No, they're not. There's like logic on there. <laughs> no, no. Some of those are our cl- clients. Um, yeah. Other ones are you know the people that we are interested in. Yeah. And people whose music that we enjoy. So that playlist is kind of made to. If there's any artists out there listening to this podcast, you can always submit your music. Yeah. And you'll be featured on there. It's it's not going to cost you anything.
0: Mm. Does it have right. to be hip hop?
1: It it as of right now, we're just testing out the hip hop. Um, if there's rock people watching or listening to this playlist so you can always send us your submissions and right. we'll take a look and it, it, it might not be on the same playlist because that one is particularly you know geared towards hip-hop fans
0: because it's but the it's what's trendy and popular right now
1: trendy and popular yeah it's, it's what's <laughs> trendy and popular right now but you know it's nothing against like rock music or country or whatever it is as of right now we're strictly focusing on hip-hop for those playlists yeah And we want to help artists out. So if you're a struggling artist who's trying to get his music heard, just send it over to us. It's good to have one of the, that's here's another tip. It's good to have your music appear on different playlists and it'll just help you get ranked up a little bit higher and higher and higher on Spotify or, or even Apple music.
0: So, okay. So in that case, then do you want me to then shout out your playlist and then basically tell all of my followers, Hey, if you have music that you want to be featured in a playlist, go message this guy.
1: Sure, info at GrowthX Media. You can always send us a message. We have people like, we have people asking to be featured on the playlist. So, we, we typically try to change up the playlist every week to two weeks. Right. With with new content. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's not going to be like you know like if a hundred people <laughs> do the shout out, they're like, yo, we want to be featured on there. We'll try our very best to you know generate. Sorry, we'll try our very best to get people on there. Yeah. Um, in a customary manner. Oh, I see. Where it's beneficial for them, but as well as the listeners to have a good experience when they're listening to the content.
0: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what are your favorite bands, by the way? Because I can clearly see a Chili Pepper shirt. You like those guys?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, my first, my first concert was Blink-182.
0: Oh, that's a good concert. What year? Uh,
1: it was a long time ago when, not Mariana's Trench, when it, All American Rejects opened for them.
0: Okay. So that sounds like 2007.
1: I believe <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. It was in, I think, Rogers Arena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like those guys. I like Blink-182, hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers, um...
0: Do you, do you, what kind of, like, what kind of genres are you into? What other artists do you listen to?
1: Other artists? Okay. I'm, I'm really into Logic these days. Right. Logic. And there's this guy, um, his name is Roland. Really like his music. Bazanji. Okay. Awesome guy. These two guys, Roland's from California. He's originally from Massachusetts. Yeah. Bazanji's from New York. Insane. These guys are up and coming. Uh, don't sleep on them legit check them out r-o-w-l-a-n and then bazanji is b-a-z-a-n-j-i like these guys a lot. Um, who else is usually, let, let me just, let me, let me,
0: yeah, man, no problem. I I'm trying to like venture outside of hip hop music as much as I can because like I grew up listening to all sorts of different types of stuff when I was growing up, man. Like the Chili Peppers to me are like one of my absolute favorite bands ever. John Frusciante, in my opinion, is a goddamn yeah. god. And same with Flea yeah. and Anthony Kiedis and Chad Smith. Like, man, those guys are insane. Blood Sugar Sex Magic is one of the most righteous ret- righteous records <laughs> I've heard in my entire life, man. And I think uh, yeah. Sir Psycho Sexy is one of the fucking most phenomenal songs ever. Like, every single time that I hear John Frusciante hit on that wah pedal with his guitar, and then you hear Chad hitting the cymbals, and and the bass comes in. It's just so fucking dirty. It's amazing! People just have no goddamn idea how good that fucking song is. Man, okay, look, listen. There's so many good bands out there, and there's so many great rappers out there. It's so hard to sometimes just, like, sift through it all. Actually, no, it's not hard at all. It's actually wonderful. I love doing that stuff. But, like, man...
1: Oh. What I've found is like, I was originally listening to Spotify for the last two, three years. Now that I have like a MacBook and my girlfriend and other people in my life have an iPhone. Yeah. I switched everything to Apple. Because like, I had to get the family storage, uh-huh. um, family, Apple Music. I find Apple Music is very, very hard to discover new artists. Very hard.
0: Really? Why is that?
1: It's just like those, you know those playlists that appear on Spotify right in the beginning of the... Yeah. um, Right when you turn it on and open it up? You don't get that with Apple Music as much. Oh, I see. Like, the biggest example I'll give you is J. Cole. Yeah. Love J. Cole. I can't find Where the Fuck Is Off Season on iTunes.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Biggest example right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. Why not just switch back then?
1: (laughs) It... I have everything to Apple. Like, I have the Apple Music family plan
0: uh-huh.
1: and, like, the I- iCloud storage family plan, right? So, there's, like, five, six people connected. Uh-huh. So, it's actually going to be more expensive for me to switch over to Spotify. Yeah, that's Cause true. Because I, I think Spotify is only, like, four or three with their family plan, and Apple Music is five or six. Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, wait, I... Hold on. I don't know if that's correct. I'm pretty sure it's like seven. I'm pretty sure it's like seven with Spotify. Let me just look this up real quick.
1: The family plan.
0: Yeah. Spotify. Let me just look this up real quick. I could be totally wrong, by the way.
1: Yeah. I could be wrong too. like.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's 15 bucks a month for five people. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to
1: iTunes is like 14, 14 bucks or same thing, like 1499. Right. Same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much. I mean, Apple Music and Spotify are so neck and neck sometimes. Um, and then
1: this is this is just like my other thing that I've. <laughs> I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be groaning and <laughs> getting pissed off at this. Mm-hmm. I, even though I have like the ten gig plan for my phone, mm-hmm. I still download all my songs. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Like I have. I just. It's just. It's just. It's in my head. Like I just have to download all my songs. And with Spotify, when I, when I was with Spotify, you can only hit download up to 2,000 songs. Oh. And then, yeah. And then the other question, people are going to be like, hey, do you listen to 2,000 songs?
0: Well, okay. You know what, man? Fuck yeah. what
1: those people say. It doesn't even matter. It's, it's one of those things, right? It's one of those things that you, you just kind of have to like get into. Like, I personally um, download all my songs and I was hit with that barrier.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? And with um, with the iTunes... You can download as many songs as you want uh-huh. on your phone as well as your computer. Right.
0: For me, I uh Yeah, I have ten gigs as well in my data plan and honestly I'm hella frivolous with it. Like I'll stream YouTube videos while I'm watch while I'm driving. D- <laughs> i hope no cops listen to what listen to what i'm saying right now but um
1: yeah you you will stream certain things while you're driving not youtube videos i mean you're not watching them they're just being streamed right you're you're looking at the road
0: okay (laughs) exactly see here's the thing sometimes i'll listen to like let's say for example um anthony fantano has like um an interesting subject that he wants to talk about i'm just like oh this looks good and i have like a 15 minute drive ahead of me i'm like oh i want to like listen to this while i drive so hey i'll just put it on to like 1440p quality so that like the amount of data that i stream is like minimal because video quality yeah. doesn't matter and while i'm driving in audio quality only degrades slightly so it's not that big of a deal it just works mm-hmm. and, and i can stretch my data out like man I still ran out. I
1: actually, I actually hit my ten gigs this month.
0: This month, <laughs> shit. How how much more? How many more days do you have left?
1: Uh, no, it was it was yesterday. Like yesterday was my my end of the cycle. Like five hours before my cycle restarted, I hit ten gigs. I was like, oh my god. Oh. Ha, 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 ha. And and then I was like, you can actually see the days you've actually used it. I can't believe on one day I used a gig of data. <laughs> One gig of data. I don't I don't even know what the hell I was doing that day.
0: Probably just downloading all your songs from Spotify, man.
1: <laughs> itunes.
0: iTunes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ITunes. <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah. if you want to do it, go for it. I don't really care how you use your data. As far as I'm concerned, like you could do whatever you want. But um, I am like if I'm gonna if I have my data, I might as well stream it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna it's a lot more it's a lot more efficient to use your data selectively and by listening to each song that you like rather than download the whole album because downloading that whole album at full quality is going to be like 300 megabytes or like whatever that's a third of a gig and you know a gig is a tenth of your data ho- p- totally so it's like you know pick and choose whatever yeah. you want man but that's that's all you you can do whatever you want i don't care
1: <laughs> exactly yeah so for that reason i was like oh spotify but Spotify is great for people who are um, artists mm-hmm. um, trying to get discovered. However, I've noticed that Tidal pays them more.
0: Well, I mean, Tidal charges people more, too. Exactly. I mean, they tar- they charge 20 bucks a month. Uh, rather than ten bucks a month like everybody else, so. But that's
1: for the high quality one,
0: correct? And that, yeah, but that's the selling feature of what Title is as well. Also, Title yeah. has exclusive content. Like for example, yes. they have like interviews. Yeah, they have interviews, and they also have Kanye TV West's. Shows um, they have like Kanye West's uh, Yeezy season six, I think, for whatever when he released uh, Saint Pablo or uh, yeah. Life of Pablo. Um, but yeah, they have exclusive content, which is cool. Yeah, but to me the the draw of title has always been like you want high quality. So if you're trying to get like what they're initially advertising, then you have to pay double.
1: But the 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 question is like if you're yes you're getting the high quality, but are your headphones able to you know
0: see that's the whole are you able
1: to yeah that's the that's the catch of the thing. If you're listening to them on a thirty dollar headphones, are you actually getting that quality? compared to like 300 500 dollar Bose headphones.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's and that's the thing. See, when it comes to your quality, like you have to look at your chain of technology that you have and whatever's the weakest part of your chain is the thing that's going to compromise you the most (laughs) everything (laughs) has to be up at the very very top just like when you get like a macbook just like when you get a bmw like if you have to get repairs on a two thousand dollar macbook why are you i'm gonna stop
1: you right there my man i'm gonna stop you right there i got i got the perfect story for you and you're talking to the guy right in front of you (laughs) so so like uh, if people have been following me on Instagram they'll know this like i my macbook is from last year or no 2 years ago it's a 20 2017 macbook yeah yeah i got i got apple care so i noticed a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago that my trackpad wasn't clicking properly okay right it was i found it very hard to click down and it was um it was making two different sounds when it was you know Doing the, um, the double click. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I talked to them. They're like, go, go to the store. The guy's like, okay, I've noticed that too. Then he's like, I'm noticing that your um, your plugs aren't going in properly. They're not clicking in. He's like, that might be um, the hinges issue. I'm like, okay, cool. Get it repaired. Then he's like, um, I noticed that there was a chip on your glass, on your screen. I'm like, hey, I'm cleaning with the, you know, the solutions that you guys are selling here. He's like, yeah, you're not supposed to clean with those. He's like, it's only water.
0: Oh, that didn't make any sense.
1: That, that's why, I don't think they have that cleaning solution anymore. It's uh, I actually have one, let me grab it. Sure. We're just uh,
0: waiting while he grabs his cleaning solution for his Mac.
1: Yeah, so like I actually forgot the name of this cleaning solution, it's called Woosh. Okay. This was actually available at the um, Apple store, even online. Okay. But this thing, or any of these clean solutions, they actually ruin the oil coating on your MacBook. Oh. But they're like, you have a five year warranty when you purchase your MacBook for that. So I was like, all oh, cool, just uh, just get it repaired. It's gonna be the same amount of time, five days. Guess how much my bill was? Well, if you're talking about- So getting, get, getting my top, not even my trackpad. so just my top chassis. Mm-hmm. The top chassis next to my keyboard just that replaced and my, and my, uh, screen.
0: But if you're replacing the top chassis, like it's a unibody computer, like everything is, you'd have to replace the whole thing, man.
1: Nope. It's just the top, not even like, so the trackpad wasn't replaced. The keyboard wasn't replaced. The, um, the touch ID wasn't replaced either.
0: Oh, okay. Touch ID housing. Yeah. 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 Cause that'd be just another part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would say then like 1200.
1: Yeah, it was around 1500
0: Shit, you might as well buy a new MacBook.
1: Thankfully, I had AppleCare. Yeah. Right, so I have $200, whatever it is, $220. i have already made that back mm-hmm. with just that. Mm-hmm. So, like, back to your story. Yes, it's really important to have, like, you know, top, top of the line of everything. If you're listening to high-quality music or if you have a MacBook Pro, like, have high-quality materials that go with it
0: yeah exactly because if you're just buying like you know like when you're bu- if you're buying like, like fake
1: a- usbcs yeah. there's a there's a huge there's a huge number of them out there yeah and people are ruining their five thousand dollar macbooks because they bought a ten dollar USB C which was plagued or had a virus on it
0: yeah it could be whatever man but yeah no you gotta you gotta have the right quality stuff to match your high quality of living basically yeah your high quality choices
1: and and i'm not trying to preach to god that like you know like MacBooks are the way to go, but if you if you if you want to get a MacBook, then you kind of have to look at it that way that you have to have everything else and you're gonna be paying extra for everything else.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Or just be hella smart with what your choices are, and also uh, get uh, get some plugs from Best Buy because people that work at Best Buy are the goddamn best. Make sure that if you know somebody that works there, make sure that you treat them real nice and buy them dinner. <laughs> I used to, I used to actually work there for like a long time. So, um, yeah. man, the perks at that place are insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't get any like Apple perks. It's just like two dollars off or a dollar off, right?
0: Th- that's right, because Apple doesn't. Yeah. Well, sorry, Best Buy doesn't add too much more on top of what the yeah. Apple you know charges Best Buy to buy them for. So yeah, which you know, whatever it is, whatever. But uh, it is what it is. Yeah, but uh, cool. I don't really have very much else that I could really ask you. I think I've gone through all of my notes except for one thing. You've traveled all over the place. What's your favorite? I've
1: traveled some. You know, like <laughs> I would say I've traveled a lot of countries. Not too many of them yet. Mm. yeah
0: you've been to a lot more than some people i know like some people i know haven't even ventured outside of bc or even the interior of bc man <laughs> i know people that have been yeah. like i'm going to vancouver for the first time i'm like what you, what the fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know um but okay so what is your favorite travel experience that you've had
1: oh that, i think that would be my recent one when i did those five countries mm. which five the, countries uh, so, my recent trip a couple months back was I took a... It was very short. I'm going to have to revisit some of those cities because it was very short. Yeah. some of, A couple of those cities. So, we went from Vancouver to Paris. Yeah. Paris, I would visit again because it was too short. Yeah. And then we took a flight to Budapest. Okay. Budapest was beautiful. Paris was beautiful, too. Um, I actually went to the original Louis Vuitton store. Oh, cool. Yeah. I actually bought... I didn't buy it. my girlfriend bought a bag from Louis Vuitton. Unfortunately, it wasn't at that Louis Vuitton store, oh, so, but uh, it was quite interesting how they treat you because the a couple hours before I went to the Palace of Versailles, yeah, and uh, I walked around the gardens, so the the garden's like twenty acres, so my shoes were a little bit scuffed up. Oh, <laughs> so right when I walked in, it was quite interesting how the treatment I got. I had I had my own personal shopper who was following me around.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Shit. Just, just me. But I, I mean, I get it. Like, because I had scuff shoes. It's all about uh, brand and identity to them. They yeah. don't want to have every other third person. They couldn't say no to me because, right? Because I'm just, I'm just a customer. Who knows? I could have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, went to the original Louis Vuitton, really nice place. Check it out. Um, then we went to Budapest. Then we took a train to Vienna. Okay. Which was quite interesting. Budapest and Vienna are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, those you can cover in two to three days. Okay. Right, and then we went to Prague. Beautiful Prague is very beautiful, and then we finally ended up in Amsterdam.
0: Very cool.
1: Yeah. Sick. I'd say I'd say that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, out of those, my top three countries are Amsterdam, or Netherlands. Yeah. Spain, Barcelona, and uh, of course Italy. I would visit Rome and heartbeat.
0: Yeah, I'd love to go check out any of those places, man
1: yeah how about you like have you been to any european cities or
0: so i have family actually living in in europe so i have been yeah i've been to england a lot um <laughs> that's the one place
1: i haven't been to i really want to go to south <laughs> oh dude nobody wants to take me nobody wants to take me
0: let's go together man <laughs> fuck it
1: <laughs> just to see how the uh how it's like over there,
0: dude? It's it's awesome. I love going to England, man. It's an amazing experience. Yeah. It's it's really crazy because I get this, you know, you know, you know, Canada has a really nice connection to, uh, to England, and so does our motherland, yeah. India. So uh, we, I always feel <laughs> low key at home whenever I'm in yeah. England. Um, but then, yeah, so that's really dope. Um, I've been to Costa Rica. That was insane. Um, I've also been to, let me see. I've been to Germany. I've also been to. Let me see.
1: Germany's beautiful.
0: Yeah, Germany's awesome. I've also. I went
1: to uh, Berlin, Berlin when I was really, really young. So I don't remember much, but it's really beautiful. Like
0: when you weren't like like before you moved from India, like that young. Yeah, yeah. Shit. That young. Yeah. Shit. So that that could have been right. Ne- that would have been in the nineties. Hey. Yeah. So was that like before? Ninety four. Ninety four. So that would have been right around the time that the wall fell.
1: Yeah, like around that time, uh, we we have a. Uh, I don't know the exact date, yeah, but I was really, really young. My uh, one of my dad's friend lives out there, so he has experienced a lot of racism. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, not saying like all Germans are racist, but you know, he's noticed his fair share because he went there when he was in, in the eighties. Oh. Yeah, so he's lived in Berlin for a very, very long time, and uh, yeah, he showed us around. But it was it was really beautiful. I remember like parts of it. There's pictures. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I'd visit again. I mean, now it's a completely different city.
0: I would love to go there. I would love to go there. Um, By the way, speaking of race and everything like that, you know, given that you're Indian, just like me, how do you feel about the whole T-series versus PewDiePie thing? Which side are you on? (laughs) And how do you feel about Indian media just getting so much bigger and more prominent in today's culture?
1: Um, I'm going to say this out loud. People, People can you know, have negative comments about this. You watch in the next two to four years, the biggest YouTube, Instagram, you know, um, podcast stars are gonna be from Asia because the biggest thing that's happened in the last two to four years is the average person's able to purchase electronics that are very, very cheap, and they're able to stream content like T-Series, like any of those YouTubers that are from India they're fucking blowing up over there
0: yeah yeah
1: i'm like should i should i start a youtube channel in my own mother tongue right in hindi or punjabi like i'm like should i do it right because because every every person every third person has a smartphone yeah and and they don't even give you their number they'll be like what's up what's up what's up
0: yeah yeah i know WhatsApp is (laughs)
1: WhatsApp is huge over there they love sharing content
0: oh i know it's insane yeah, yeah. In
1: terms of in in terms of T series versus PewDiePie, I, I I I'm like Just Rain. I felt like a little bit, uh, you know, with H three H. H three
0: H three. Okay.
1: H three H three. What they what they said was it's, it, I didn't agree with what he said. What what, what did he say?
0: Bit, I I I love H three H three, but I just didn't catch what they said about
1: it. Because they were making fun of like Indian music and people dancing, and he's like, these guys look like janitors.
0: Oh, shit. Damn, Ethan. <laughs> You're really like uh, treading on some and then, spicy and then, water, and then, you bro. You know,
1: kind of like, kind of like, um, Just Wayne went back and he's like, he made a song about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of true because, you know, like the Indian cinemas or the Indian industries are coming up and you don't have to be upset about it. Yeah. I don't. I don't get like why it's such. It's such a big deal that you have to call people janitors and stuff. Um, you know, even if he was joking, um, it's it's a it's a very like low quality joke. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Um, PewDiePie is good. Yeah, I love his content. I don't watch it on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to that story. I mean, I think I think TV series is. It's inevitable that they're going to take over because it's a billion more than a billion people watching Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah. people in india are getting smartphones they're getting smart tvs for very very cheap yeah and like the phone plans are like dirt cheap over there yeah
0: yeah, yeah. um my whole thing on it is like it's obvious that t-series is buying a fuckload of their views and a fuckload of like subscribers like it's obvious man like when youtube but, 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 when youtube shut but, down but, they were still gaining subscribers and like how is that possible because <laughs> every single person on the planet can't access youtube so how are you gaining <laughs> subscribers t-series huh
1: who knows who knows right maybe maybe they, maybe they got those followers but you have to realize this way like in are indian you should know how huge the indian cinema is oh yeah how huge bollywood is and what's bigger than bollywood is the fucking songs that are coming <laughs> out of bollywood yeah yeah my whole right people watch people watch those things day and night
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely like there's like obviously yeah that's very very true um but my whole thing is that like um you know how you know how like indian uh, you know the indian society has caste system right (laughs) they like they value like high numbers high this high that and so t series the people that own it obviously know that so they're gonna do anything they can whether it be bots whether it be this The thing is, they're playing the game of let's just get as... Obviously, like what they're doing is that they're gonna get a lot of people viewing anyway. And then they're like, let's put bots on top of that. And then when they see like higher numbers, then it'll attract even more people. So it's like weird. <laughs> yeah. They're playing this insane game where it actually like they're mixing both of it and it creates just yeah. these insane numbers. And uh, yeah. them having the combination of such a high population that's gaining technological force, um, given that good smartphones are getting really cheap now, um, yeah. it just it's just no wonder they have such high numbers. They're being able to, they're taking everything and going full force with it population technology <laughs> bots everything
1: yeah and that's the, and that and that's that's kind of what Jess rain said right we're taking over yeah <laughs> but like like i'll give you my personal uh, perspective on this like pewdiepie made a song about t-series
2: mm-hmm.
1: cool nothing against it right like he's not calling them janitors or racist or anything not racist but he's not calling them janitors right yeah but like you get where i'm coming from where ethan would said that stuff
0: yeah no what ethan said was like very very low quality like
1: and then, and then, like <laughs> apologizing after that's kind of, I mean, I get it that you you made a shitty comment, um, and it's good that you apologize. But hey, what if they, what if somebody somebody what if somebody did the same thing about you know, H three
0: H three? Yeah, you. Right. <laughs> I mean. People have called him all sorts of different things, man. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like 100 percent, even though I don't smoke or anything like that, I'm 100 percent vape nation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was a classic video.
1: That was a classic video. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, here and there. Yeah. I, I just didn't like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like I like where PewDiePie is doing like how he's making fun of them mm-hmm. and he's taking over and stuff. And apparently in South India, people love PewDiePie.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't blame him, because, like, he's interacted with a a lot of South Indians based on, like, his just YouTube channel. He keeps on, like, posting uh, things uh, that South Indian people say. Mm
1: -hmm. I was surprised, like, there's fucking posters of him
0: <laughs> yeah yeah dude it's amazing it's so sick i love it yeah uh, frankly i know obviously it's like pewdiepie doesn't really care he's stated this so many times he doesn't, times, care, he doesn't care at all which is yeah. awesome it's a good attitude to have um and frankly like calling calling t series bitch lasagna is like i'm like hey he made a catchy song and he made a funny meme yeah. out of it so
1: for that it's kind of like i don't think t-series gives a shit at the end of the day no
0: i don't think i don't think they really care because it's
1: it's kind of like adding fuel to the fire they're also getting followers they're also getting views right mm. and like even like a negative view even a dislike is also good for your video
0: yeah yeah oh right? yeah and when it when it comes to it yeah no like they both got such an insane following because of it and mr beast was yeah. doing everything that he could to get tp pewdiepie more followers and then that got yeah. t-series more followers and it's just like this fun game everybody was playing like they i, yeah. I remember both channels went from like 60 mil to over 80 million in subscribers <laughs> like that yeah. like you know how much 20 million subscribers is to gain in like that time frame, like that's insane, man. You know, people um, people in a lifetime will never see even half or a third or a fifth of that amount of viewership ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's pretty sick. That's that's so sick.
1: I think I think what PewDiePie should do is make his own record company in India. <laughs> P series.
0: <laughs> yeah, P series. That and then just go
1: against T series.
0: That sounds like a meme. Yo, you should post yeah. that on his uh, subreddit. Yeah, Yeah. P-Series. P-Series, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. If you had... Um, sorry, what were you saying?
1: No, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, if you had 80 million subscribers, what would you do with all that?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, I do some good to it, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of charities that, uh, you know, need some uh, spotlight. So I I'd, I'd do something with charities for sure. Yeah. But uh, producing good content and doing it for, using it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. In the sense that nothing doing, not doing anything stupid like suicide scenes in the forest and all that shit. Yeah. Um, just just producing good content because once you, I think it's even though we're a hundred thousand followers, it's you have to realize that you're part of a bigger picture, mm-hmm. right? You're turning into kind of like a production company then.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. true. What I would do, I've never, I've been straight edge my entire life, man. I've never drank, smoked, or done anything. But I, if I had eighty million, I'd probably uh experience what it's like to be on dmt or lsd for the first time and show it to 80 million people that's what i would do that'd be fucking awesome wow. i would want to try yeah. what i would i want to know what like ayahuasca is like and shit like that that that's what i would do if i had 80 million
1: yeah <laughs> and then you and then get banned
0: um well actually no because vsauce did a series uh, where he did ayahuasca and he detailed the experience so yeah and there's tons of people talking about what the experience of doing lsd was like on youtube there's tons of channels about it so i would not
1: but get are you actually going to be doing it are they doing it on the the tv or on youtube recording themselves
0: uh so what no 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 what happens is that like see it's a part of a paid series it's like a youtube premium series that vsauce is doing where mm. um he he goes into the into the forest and he just does the whole process with a shaman and everything like that. I haven't seen it actually. um, I haven't actually seen it, but I've watched him talk about it a lot. And so uh, I'm not sure if they actually show him taking the, you know, the concoction that they create, but, but Uh. he legitimately like does ayahuasca and like goes through the experience. And so that's what I would do. i would just try a variety of different drugs and just see what happens (laughs) to somebody that's been completely straight edge. And then detail yeah. the experience. What I would also do is I would do things like I would at, I would answer a bunch of questionnaires I would set for myself, do the drugs, mm-hmm. and then answer them again, see if the answers change or not. That'd be
1: oh, that's pretty interesting.
0: I think that'd be a really uh, cool way to detail my like my psychological growth. Yeah. Or 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 decline. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that'd be a sick experiment.
1: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, but uh, awesome. I don't really have very much else to say. Do you have any questions for me at all?
1: Um, I see you're wearing a Pablo shirt. Did you go to the concert?
0: No, I wish. How oh, was it? I I wish I went, but no, this is yeah. not. Uh, this is not. This is not <laughs> official. The, it's not. From, well, okay. Look, man. First of all, Kanye West prints... It's
1: fine. Official. <laughs> is it Gildan? <laughs> you you
0: know the official print shirts are printed on Gildan, right? Yeah. So. If if somebody else prints it on Gildan, then what the hell is the difference? Exactly. So Exactly. So it's it's a Kanye Pablo shirt. I I think it's
1: Except for f- except for the weekend, I think he it's his own company. Cuz the hoodie that I have from the weekend concert, mm-hmm. it's the EXO brand. I mean, it's not him making the hoodie. It's a different company, but it's the EXO brand. It's under that the label. That you yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and and a lot of artists do that, but I was just sort of yeah. like, wait a minute, Kanye, wait a minute. You just want like the highest amount of profit possible, which is why he went with Gildan in the first place. So I'm just like, well, it makes mm-hmm. it easy for me to then get a shirt. So fuck it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, uh, I wish I went to the concert. I really want to go to Kanye's show or kids. See ghosts next time they come to Vancouver. If they ever to do, do that.
1: Have you been to, do you like Coldplay?
0: Mm, their music never really captivated me.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I actually went to their concert in BC place.
0: Oh wow. That's a massive venue,
1: dude. I actually got my ticket uh, through American Express for dirt cheap. Oh, cool. Two fifty, and I was fourteenth uh, row.
0: Oh shit! So like you were on the floor.
1: I was on the floor. Sick. And that is what I would call an experience. Oh really? Completely like they had. So they had a uh, song, the song with Beyonce. Yeah. Right. Um, and in the song, in the video, there's like birds flying. Mm-hmm. So they had bird confetti. Mmm. Cool. Right. And then for a sky full of stars, they had sky, like star confetti. Yeah. And then they had these like huge ass beach balls flying all over the place.
0: That sounds so much fun. That sounds
1: awesome. And then afterwards, cause I was, uh, you know, I was living in downtown at the time. Yeah. The next day you can still see confetti all over downtown on the streets.
0: Damn. That, <laughs> Yeah. that sounds dangerous, but it also sounds really, really great. Uh,
1: yeah. It sounds amazing. All right, um, so the next question I have for you: Drake versus Weekend. What? Drake versus the weekend.
0: Oh, Drake Who versus the choose? weekend. Uh, Drake, because the weekend for me, like his latest releases, just sort of sound too samey for me. Whereas Drake, even you know, you can <laughs> yeah. Drake draws insplu- influence, quote unquote, from like different places. At least he like changes up his style, and you've seen like real growth. And the thing about it is like Drake is pretty much the everyman of. This is not new. I am not adding my own insight into this but Drake is basically the everyman of hip hop right now where if whether you're fucking hype whether you're sad whether you're horny whether you're heartbroken you can listen to any you can pick any part of his repertoire and find a song that matches that whereas Drake whereas The Weekend only has one vibe so I'm just sort mm-hmm. of like or i sorry to give Weekend credit he has a few different vibes actually like Starboy and the album before that are very different but anyway regardless yeah. um, I'd choose Drake over The Weekend.
1: Have you gone to have you seen any of them in live concert?
0: I haven't seen either of those guys. I've seen i oh. I've seen a lot of different concerts, but not those guys.
1: Yeah. You gotta see them.
0: Yeah, I could I could see myself going to Drake potentially. But f- to be honest, I don't like going to concerts at like Rogers Arena or BC Place. They're just they're not as fun as like going to shows at a club or like going to shows that are mm-hmm. like in a smaller venue. Because like I went to see JPEG Mafia at Fortune Sound Club, and that was so fucking awesome to have. Peggy just sort of like in the crowd yelling at people with the microphone, just like you can feel his sweat on you. He's spitting on you like that kind of shit is amazing. I love that. I think it's so much more fun and visceral versus going to like Rogers Arena, where if you're too hyped, then people be like, hey, man, you got to chill a little bit. I think (laughs) that's just boring to me. Yeah, yeah, but but no, I've 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 been to a few. Like I, I saw Kendrick like three times already. Um, two times at Rogers Arena, and those two times are great. They're really cool, but they can never match up with my experience when to pimp a butterfly dropped which is my favorite record of his. And I saw it in Washington D.C. Um, at this mm-hmm. jazz theater that was specifically built for jazz music in the 1920s. And obviously, the music at the, in that album is all jazz, and he had live, music playing with it and. Mm-hmm it was just so amazing like 100 percent one of my favorite concerts i've ever been to in my life like that sound it was impeccable oh my god wow yeah that's that's for me where i sort of am at with concerts i prefer like smaller venues rather than big ones it feels like i'm mm-hmm. connecting to the artists more that way
1: mm-hmm. yeah perfect yeah. awesome
0: well uh yeah those are great questions man thank you very much <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Of course. And you're going to be having um, one of my artists on next.
0: Yeah. Are you going to be there with him or is it going to be just... I
1: actually will be there with him, but he'll do all the talking. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a couple of recordings for his, you know, his YouTube and his website. Yeah. Um, Taking some pictures here and there. Grizzly Winters, up and coming from Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay. He is, uh, he's up and coming, so be ready
0: sick i'm looking forward to it man
1: yeah
0: awesome i'm looking forward to it man well thank you very much um plug plug where everybody can find your work and your information
1: oh um you know what let's do it this way find me on instagram and i'll are are you able to leave a link in the description of the podcast
0: oh 100 i was just saying it audibly so people can actually listen to where they can find you but i'm gonna i always leave links in the in the title and in the description.
1: Mm -hmm. You can find me on Instagram, you can find me on YouTube, um, as well as my company is Media, G-R-O-W-T-H, X-Media. Just send us a direct message on Instagram, you know, follow us, whatever it is. And uh, we have a lot of free content coming out on our YouTube channel. So give us a follow and subscribe on there. And if you are stuck in a hard place with your journey, give us a message and we will chat with you. We're not going to be, we don't sell services right away. Um, we'll see if you are the right fit. And if not, we'd like to have a chat, right? Get to meet a lot of creators this way. And not everybody needs the the packages that we offer and they just need somebody to talk to. And we definitely like to have a chat and um, give our insights and some recommendations. And they actually work. You never know, you could be missing on two things here and there and vice versa.
0: There you go. Great. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. And I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and uh, and that was Mayank Baden of growth X Media. growth X media. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that so much, but anyway, make sure that you drop them a follow, make sure that you subscribe to them on YouTube and everything like that. And make sure that you follow me at for the culture, Canada on Instagram and Facebook, and make sure that you follow us and are subscribed to us on soundcloud at for the culture, Canada podcast. And, uh, if in case that you listen to us on the iTunes podcast app, make sure that you please leave us a comment and review. We greatly appreciate that. Cause it helps the show grow quite a lot. And, uh, it means a lot to me as well, just to hear, your wonderful comments and uh, shoot me a dm as well let me know what you think of these episodes i really love to see what people say about it so thank you very much and have a great day y'all
1: take care bye-bye